We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome into Thursday, October the 6th edition of KCSN Update, your daily dose of Chiefs news and nuggets that you need here at KC Sports Network. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We got a doozy today. I got a doozy. Uh, we're going behind enemy lines again. I kind of like doing that. I kind of like uh, getting the matchup from the other perspective, from the other side of, of the enemy lines. Uh, we're going to talk to Eddie Pascal. He's a senior writer and editor for Raiders.com, and he's got some great insights on this team. Going to be a really good conversation here with Eddie, so make sure you stick around. A big Monday night football matchup. Coming up, he's, we're going to talk about the Raiders-Broncos game that happened last week, kind of talk about what's going on in the AFC West. We're also, obviously, going to get five things to watch for, five details, five whatever you want to call them, heading into this matchup, this Monday night football matchup with the Raiders and Chiefs coming to Arrowhead. Big game, big game for both of these teams early on in the season. And let me tell you, our friends at DraftKings got a lot of good stuff on this game that you can go find. So let's hear from a word from DraftKings. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I've been getting involved in those stepped-up same-game parlays. Had a big one hit last week. With Travis Kelsey touchdown score, I believe I had a Clyde touchdown score in there. And then I also had Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, over 230 yards apiece. Boom. Nailed that one. Great parlay. Great same game parlay. Got the got the little uh, stepped up on that one, too. So help me get a little bit more cushion into the DraftKings wallet. And uh, looking at this game, minus seven in favor of the Chiefs at home. Over under set at 51. I really like the odds here. Let's take a look at, you know, some team props that you can kind of Put together for your same game parlay. I love piecing these these same game parlays together. Go ahead and and hammer the over points for the Chiefs. It looks like 30 and a half will net, net you some money. I like that. I like 30 and a half points there for the Chiefs. 
and you got to give me some touchdown scores as well. I love me some touchdown scores in this game. Travis Kelsey, obviously a good one. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, maybe throw a Devontae Adams in there as well. Get a little bit on both sides. Throw, throw down some money on that stepped-up same-game parlay. And guess what? To make action even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Here's what you got to do. You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code KCSN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Eddie, thank you for joining me here to talk some Raiders football with us ahead of this big Monday night football matchup. How are you doing today, first off? Man, I'm great. I mean, we got the tech situation figured out. I appreciate <laughs> you uh, bearing with us here. I mean, it's so funny now. We're into what? I guess technically year three of us living in this kind of funky virtual yeah. at times world. And, uh, and we still can't get the tech to work when we need it to, right? But I am doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Las Vegas. Uh, and I appreciate you having me on to, to talk a little shop, man. I'm excited. No, of course. Couldn't think of anybody better uh, to have on to talk about the Raiders than the guy who is with Raiders.com. So, Eddie, first, I want to talk about last week's game. Big AFC West matchup. Uh, you know, you the Raiders kind of got to sit back and watch the Chiefs and Chargers beat up on each other on week two. Chiefs got to do that. They got to step back, watch the, uh, the Raiders and Broncos beat up on each other. So kind of what were your general thoughts, general takeaways uh, from that from that first AFC West game? Yeah, I'm sorry. And you're referencing our game uh, against the Chargers, our game against the Broncos. Sorry. The Broncos, the Broncos. Sorry, Broncos. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think for us, I, I think that really the most illuminating thing was it, it feels and like, you know, as well as I do. Right. No team is fully formed in week four going into week five. Right. Uh, but I think for us, what was really exciting was to see kind of the early stages of, of an identity for this team on offense. Right. And I am, and I'm a resident, like old guy, right. Where I'm like, run the ball, run the ball, control the line of scrimmage. Uh, and I get made fun of because who doesn't want to see everyone go five wide and score a million points. Right. That's what right. we all love. Yeah. But I think that what we saw from the Raiders on Sunday was a commitment to running the ball. Right. And you look at Josh Jacobs, a career day. Uh, and he really set the tone for what this team wanted to do offensively. Uh, and so much has been made here, especially in Las Vegas and, and by fans of this, this team about the multitude of offensive line combinations we've seen in the early goings of 2022. But I think give those big fellas up front credit because, yeah, it, it hasn't been the same group of guys each week, but they have really held their own. I think that is kind of exactly what we saw on Sunday is like the offensive line held up. They were to kind of impart, they were able to impart their will uh, on a Broncos defense that is really, really good. Like that is a legit big dog, like top three, top four defense, statistically speaking. And Josh Jacobs was able to get going. And when you do that, when you're able to control the line of scrimmage, when Josh Jacobs is allowed to eat the way that we want him to eat, it makes everything so much easier for Derek Carr and company. And I think you saw that in Devontae Adams having a hundred yard plus day. So it really, for me in, in the old man, uh, you know, screaming from my, my front yard, it was the perfect combination for me of getting the run game going, but then letting, letting your, your all pro wide receiver on the outside do his thing too. That's the thing. You know, we still got to see that uh, Devontae Adams trade mm -hmm. kind of. It stirred a little bit in Kansas City, too, because it kind of caused Tyreek Hill to leave a little bit because of the the contract. They said, hey, we want some Devontae Adams money. Tyreek Hill didn't get that. He obviously doesn't play for this team anymore. And I think sometimes Chiefs fans get tired when we bring up Tyreek Hill. They're like, hey, he doesn't play for this team anymore. You don't have to keep talking about him. But uh, a piece that the Chiefs don't no longer have. So it's, it's uh, good to see. Uh, the Raiders get in that in that win column. I don't think that they were as bad as their record says. You know, uh, the old adage goes as 
it's never as good as it seems. It's never as bad as it seems. I think that kind of when we were talking about the game, I can't remember who I heard say that. It just seems like both teams were kind of due. Like the Raiders were due for a win, and the Broncos were kind of due for a loss in that in that circumstance. So uh, yeah, it was a really fun game for for just a you know a casual to watch. Yeah, and I think you I think you hit the nail on the head. Where I think that you know to play devil's advocate a little bit, like I'm a big believer in like you are what your record says you are, right? Like if yeah. you're if you're a team that finishes the season five and 12 but you've played 13 really close games and you lost 12 of them well you're a five and 12 team but to your point i I think that you know the talent on this raiders team like you look at this roster and this is not a a team that is devoid of talent at all right i think Mm -hmm. on on all three phases offensively defensively and then uh, i'm a little biased here but i think we have one of the best specialist trios in the nfl Uh, and so i think that to your point it, it did feel like this team was due Right. It felt like they had been so close those first three weeks, but being close doesn't get you W's in the NFL. Yeah. But I think, you know, for us here in the building, it was just great to to kind of get that first one for Coach McDaniels to get that first W uh, and now get ready for a really, really tough game on Monday night at Arrowhead. It's going to be a tough one. So let's get into it. Let's talk about your your five things, your five details. What you got for us to watch first off? Number one, Eddie. Oh, number one, I think for me, it's can the Raiders again continue to run the ball, <clears throat> excuse me, run the ball like they did on Sunday. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously a career game, uh, a dude who has had really a fantastic start to 2022 now that we're almost a quarter of the way through it, as crazy as that sounds. But I'm curious, can the Raiders keep doing that, right? And I think that if you're able to do that, you look at the rest of the, of the teams that have been able to take care of the Kansas City Chiefs, and the list is not a very long list, but what do you do? You have to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. And the best way to do that is control the clock, Eat up the uh, you know eat up the the minutes there and control the line of scrimmage and I think that if the Raiders can do just that I think it'll be a really exciting game uh, and I think for me though if they can do that that's that's where everything has to start on on Monday night. Yeah, I agree. Chiefs uh, Chiefs have been tasked with a couple good running backs. Jonathan Taylor did play in the game against Indianapolis. Didn't necessarily have a huge day, huge Jonathan Taylor day. Uh, but they've gotten to see some good running backs. And Austin Eckler, you talk about, too, uh, week one. They're going to see another one in Josh Jacobs. I think it's going to be a really good test for this defensive line, the run-stopping ability. Colin Saunders on the, on the Chiefs side of things have, has, has had a, a couple good games this year when it comes to stopping the run and really filling those gaps. Chiefs, again, without Willie Gay in this game, I think could be uh, kind of a big big impact at the linebacker position. He's out one more game. He'll be out against the Buffalo Bills, and I believe he comes back after that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see with that running game and how the Chiefs choose to defend it. As you mentioned, you know, Josh Jacobs, that, that guy's a dog. I, I like mm-hmm. him a whole lot. It's yeah. one of those, he's one of those players where I hate that he's on the Raiders yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'd really like to cheer for him. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I mean, Josh, and like I said, Josh has had such a good start to 2022. Um, yeah. You know, so much was made about his kind of situation going into the start of this regular season. But I mean, give this dude a ton of credit, man. I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now. Uh, and I really think that, like I said, we go back to Sunday and he was really the catalyst for everything that this team wanted to do offensively. Absolutely. So let's move on to the second thing you kind of got your eye on here, Eddie. What do you think? What do you man, think? Man, I, I think, man, another thing just to keep an eye on, I think from the Raiders' point of view, is, is how do you handle Travis Kelsey, right? I'm sure that everyone yeah. you talk to every week says more or less the same thing or, or something related to him. But, I mean, he has been such a thorn in the side for for this Raiders team for years past. And then someone brought it up the other day, um, and it was I was like, man, that is 100% right, where he goes, you know, you whatever's happened in the past and it's such a sports cliche it doesn't matter right but especially so for the raiders this year because you have a new head coach you have a new gm you have none of the kind of like pre preconceived notions of who players are or who they aren't uh, on the other side of things but still 
All the same, Travis Kelsey is an absolute machine. Uh, he's a dude that's been really, really successful in this league for a really long time. Uh, and if the Raiders are going to have to find a way to stop him, um, and they've had some success throughout the years, other years, not so much. So um, he's just one of those dudes that you always got to have your eye on. You always got to know where he is. And for me, like I'm excited to see who they match up with Travis Kelsey. I mean, we've seen so many different types of players uh, in silver and black thrown at him. Uh, and I'm excited to see kind of what Patrick Graham envisions that role on, on Monday night. You're right. I mean, we do because we talked to, you know, Carver Vitale last week talking a little bit of Buccaneers action. And, you know, they've got some of the best linebackers when it comes to coverage in the game. Travis Kelsey still had a heck of a day. He had one of one of his best performances of his career, Get, getting a lot of catches this late in his career, too. Travis, at the time we're recording this, it's his birthday. So, I mean, he's oh, 33 happy, yeah. years old. Yeah. So 33 years old now and still kicking it, passing Rob Gronkowski, uh, gotten all the all kinds of accolades and stuff like that. So, uh Travis, I don't know if you saw this. Travis Kelsey is on his podcast with his brother. I think it's called New Heights. I think that's what what mm-hmm. it's called. And he was talking about how uh, Vegas was his favorite place to play um, in the new state. He's like, I know we've only been there one time with fans, but it's exactly what you'd anticipate uh, Vegas be to have a football stadium. And being there in person, uh, the one time I've been to the stadium, it's incredible. It's it's it blew me away. It yeah, really- it's it's a very cool space. Uh, and, and the way that I describe it to all my friends is it is very Raiders in the best yes. possible way. Like every there's so many small little details that you look at. And you're like, yeah, that is 100 percent the Las Vegas Raiders. And so there's so many people on on our side of things, uh, you know, kind of at the state local level here that that put so much blood, sweat, tears, years of equity into trying oh. to get this project off the ground. And, it, and it's been awesome. Um, it's been really, really, uh, really rewarding to see how, how that place gets rocking. Uh, and I'm sure when the Chiefs come here in, gosh, what is that? Early January, like yeah, hope, hopefully we're both playing for uh, we're, ho- we're both playing for something. The game means something. And uh, yeah, that place will be jumping. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Those when those Chiefs Raiders games are best when they mean something. Yeah, 100 percent. So let's get to your uh, number three thing to watch. What, what are you thinking about here for the third option? Yeah, I think just kind of sticking to the defensive side of things is, you know, I would love to see Max Crosby keep keep rocking and, and keep kicking the way that he's been uh, the first quarter of the year. I mean, Max coming off of a, a multi-stack game against Russell Wilson on Sunday uh, and a dude who has just been worth every penny that, that he's gotten since he joined the silver and black. Uh, and I will insert like the, you know, the, the cliche of like, he's such a good dude too. Like he's one of those guys mm-hmm. that, you know, I, the example I always use, like if, if you're a parent or you're an uncle or an aunt or whatever, and you want to figure out, you know, a, which, which jerseys should I get for my, my son, my daughter, my niece, my nephew, get a 98. Like he, he yeah. just embodies like everything that is good about this game. He embodies everything that is good uh, about just being a good human and a, and a dude who just balls out when he gets the chance. And, He's once again had a, a fantastic start to the year, uh, leading the team in sacks. And uh, I'm excited to see that if, if he can make life miserable uh, for Patrick Mahomes and and put a little pressure on him. And, and look, I know Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys that it just seems like every week he has two or three of those like, oh, my God, how did he get out of that situation yeah. plays? But I would love to see Max put him in a few more of those this Monday night. Now, I'm curious, does Max switch sides very often or does he stay on, on one side? Yeah, Max moves around all over the place. I think that's been gotcha. one thing about uh, Patrick Graham's defense. And really, Max, since he's come into the league, he's the, uh, a dude who can be really multiple in what he does, right? He's a dude who can do a lot of different things. Um, but I think really, I think one thing that we've kind of slept on a little bit, and I, I would say we, and I would include myself in that as well a little, is that this is a guy who's gotten a lot better in the run game. I mean, when Max, when Max uh, arrived in Oakland in 20... 
2019, I think it was 29, either 2018 or 2019. Don't quote me. Yeah. I think it was 2018. Uh, he was a, he was a skinny, you know, kind of, you know, dude coming out of the Eastern Michigan who just had to get an NFL body on him. And, and he's very much done that. Uh, but I think because of that, sometimes we forget and, and how effective he is at getting after the pat or getting after the quarterback. We forget how good this guy is in the run game. And I think that really over the first four games of this year, we've seen that we've, we've seen him really kind of elevate his, his game in that regard too. So he's just an all around football player. He's, he's an all around dude who can do a lot of different things and, and makes, uh, makes his Raiders defense a lot better for sure. I think so too. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes up against Orlando Brown. Orlando didn't play very well against the Chargers. He's kind of betted on himself this year, playing on the franchise tag, trying to get that extra money. It probably hasn't gone the way that he's wanted it to go this early part of the season, but this is another opportunity for him to go out there and prove his worth in terms of you know his contract. And he's also Max Crosby. You talk about him. He'll go up against his uh, fellow Eastern Michigan teammate, Andrew Wiley, at the right tackle position. So there you go. those guys have a history. Um, I think Andrew played uh, tackle the last time that these two teams met, and, and Andrew played pretty well against them. So I'm sure that they've got a little bit of a, an internal rivalry going on between those two guys. Yeah, that's, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be a fun one to watch. I mean, you know, just talking about fun battles, like we got to watch Pat Sertan and Devontae Adams last week oh, at Allegiant, yeah. and that was just a blast, right? The game within the game. And like I said, Devontae certainly certainly got his north of 100 yards. But, I mean, Pat, Pat Sertan got him a few times too. And, it, you know, it's just the nature of the beast in the NFL is you're not going to shoot 100%. I don't care who you are. So right. I think just kind of seeing those battles is, is a lot of fun. All right, so let's talk about number four. What's the fourth thing you get your eye on? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with Devontae. Uh, how does Devontae, can he keep rocking and doing his thing? And I think that, you know, we talked about, you know, a little bit at the top, kind of that formula for the Raiders offensively. And, and like I said, I'm sure this formula will evolve and it'll adapt and it'll mature as we go through the season. But, I mean, really, it was let Josh Jacobs do his thing in the run game, really get him rocking, and then let Devontae do his thing outside. And so uh, I think... I'm excited to see how Devontae now comes back after 100 plus yard games. And like, let's be clear, going over 100 yards for Devontae is, is, is light work, right? Like he's yeah. made a career out of doing that in two or three big plays, whatever it is. But, um, you know, against a, a chief offense where you feel like you probably have to score a lot of touchdowns. Like I'm excited to see how Devontae kind of handles that moment uh, in prime time too. You know, it's his first yeah. prime time game in silver and black. Uh, he's been really open and, and honest and upfront about, how much playing for this team means to him. Um, you know, he grew up a fan of the Raiders. He's a, a California guy, right? He's, he's, mm -hmm. we, we've all kind of heard the stories of his, you know, big reason that he signed ultimately with us is those grandparents could come see him play, right? And, and I think that for us, like we think of Devontae as the superstar wide receiver, you know, dude who's done it all, which he has, but like, he's also a guy who wants to be able to spend time with his family. Like a guy who wants grandma and grandpa to be able to come see him play. And so uh, I'm excited. And I, and I have a feeling that the, uh, the Monday night game in prime time in a, in a loud, nasty environment in, in Arrowhead is going to be a lot of fun for him. Oh yeah. The big rivalry game to Monday night under the lights doesn't get any better than that. It's going to be interesting to see who uh, for on the Chiefs side of things in that regard uh, for the cornerbacks. Well, Jerry Seed will probably be up against him. Jerry Seed has been proven to be a pretty solid cornerback uh, in this league. He's going to be coming up on a contract year next year. This is another guy that he can say like, hey, look, this is what I did against this guy right here. Kind of in the same way that Orlando Brown can do with uh, Max Crosby. This could be uh, a leverage point here for Jerry Sneed. Uh, Chiefs got a young secondary. Curious to see how they deal with all of all of that moving forward. So 
it's going to be exciting. I, I like the matchup with the receivers and everything. Um, Eddie, let's get your final point here. What, what do you got? To, what do you got your eyes on? Man, I think last one, and I know I've, I feel like I've kind of gone offense heavy, but I, I think that, you know, for me, another big one come Monday night is how do the Raiders do in the red zone? Um, yeah. That's kind of been the uh, a bit of a sticking point for this offense. I mean, you look at this offense, they've had no issues moving that ball from 20 to 20, right? Uh, they've been really effective at doing that. But when they get close to the goal line, uh, I think that if you're a fan of this team, you would agree that you have seen uh, a few too many field goals in the early going. Now, I love I'm our resident specialist guy. I love special teams. So I love when when Daniel Carlson trots out there to do his thing. But like I said, against a, a team like the Chiefs, the Chiefs that historically or excuse me, a team that historically speaking scores touchdowns and a lot of touchdowns, you know, six points are, you know, three points are great, but six points are even better. So uh, can the Raiders make the most of their chances in the red zone? I think that's something to keep an eye on if you're a fan of the silver and black this, uh, this Monday. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I like that a lot. I'm curious, is Hunter Rimfro is he going to be able to play in this game? I know he's been dealing with some concussion symptoms. Yeah. So we, uh, today was to recording this on Wednesday. And so today was Hunter uh, coach McDaniels. We saw Hunter at practice uh, in the red non-contact Jersey. Um, obviously that's, you know, you know, as well as I do that the concussion thing is, is rightly, uh, and hundred percent accurately dealt with very, very carefully. Um, so I think that we, we probably won't have a great idea of that really until, uh, you know, probably the weekend or early next week, but definitely a good, a good sign that he's at least able to turn to practice. So we haven't seen him in a few weeks. So right. teams are going to be even extra careful with, uh, yeah, with as they, as they should on. be though, yeah. as they should be. Absolutely. Um, I believe the NFL said the two settlement should come out before, uh, the Thursday night game, that's what they're, that they're looking for. Uh, so keep your eyes out on that if you're looking for that. But, uh, Eddie, I appreciate you hopping on here, talking talking with uh, with me about this matchup. I'm really excited for it. Uh, I don't know if you got any predictions or anything. Oh, I'm not, uh, in, I'm not in the prediction business. <laughs> I'm not in the predi- – if I was in the prediction business, I'd be, uh, I'd be doing something else. But I do yeah. know this, man. I know it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a really exciting game. I know that when these two teams get together, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, two of two of the best kind of uh, or excuse me, one of the best, I should say, featuring two of the best uh, historic teams in this league. So much history between the two organizations. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. It's uh, Arrowhead's definitely going to put on their their best showing on a, on a Monday night with the entire football world watching. And uh, I'm excited to see how this whole thing plays out. Absolutely. Well, Eddie, let people know where they can find you if they want to if they want to read some of your work, if they want to follow you to get kind of behind enemy lines, I guess. So, just Yeah, there you go. Know. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so for us, and I don't know how many Raiders fans are listening to this, but you can uh, I <laughs> encourage all of you guys to head on over to Raiders.com. Um, we have a fantastic editorial video staff that does incredible work. Um, so we got, you know, all of your, your articles, your videos, your podcasting needs, everything is there for you in, in one place. Uh, if you are so inclined, subscribe to the Raiders Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify or wherever you podcast. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Eddie Pascal, same thing on Instagram, although mostly that's just pictures of my dog and my wife. But all the same, uh, he's I got a, cute, a few cute guys running around the house. So if you want to see them and give them some love, uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Perfect. Eddie, thank you so much. Hey, next time when the Raiders and Chiefs play, we'll have to have to hit you up, have you back on, on the program. We can, Absolutely. We can talk whatever, a little bit whatever more. you need, bro. Like I said, BJ hit me up and, and BJ has been, yes. uh, been, been such a good dude to, uh, to kind of cross paths with over the, excuse me, cross paths with over the years. So if there's ever anything that you guys need, you just holler. Okay. 
I appreciate it. That's going to do it for this episode of KCS and Update. Make sure to like, subscribe, do all the good stuff uh, that you need to do to this video listening on the audio platform. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We appreciate you listening in all the way to the very end of the episode. Tomorrow, BJ will be back with Trevor Sigma of PFF. He's going to be going over his key matchups for this game. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you don't miss that one. So I will talk to you again next Thursday. So until then, I'll talk to you then. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.